Yo, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. This is episode 32, and I finally, I can't believe it's taken me this long, I finally get to talk about one of my all-time favorite franchises, one that's still going strong today, and started all the way back on the PS2, and here we are on the PS5, and I finally got my hands on it. And that bad boy is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So, I might have been a little bit late to the Ratchet and Clank train when I was younger, growing up with the PS2. You know, I was um, basically a butterfly effect situation back in the day. There was a lot of those style games coming out at the time. You got Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper. There was those other ones, uh, Sphinx, and yeah, just all, Prince of Persia. And I decided back in the day, I, I went with the Jack and Daxter series. So, And I didn't get my, my hands on Ratchet and Clank till way, way later. And in hindsight, I, I really, no disrespect to the Jack and Daxter series, really liked that series as well. But... Growing up, I would have uh, really liked Ratchet and Clank a lot more, and I love Ratchet and Clank still to this day. Maybe if they would ever make another Jack and Daxter game, looking at you guys over there, Naughty Dog, make another one, uh, maybe that would still be uh, a high up there f series for me, but that series no longer is alive, but Ratchet and Clank is still going strong today, and that is the game I want to talk about. At this moment, because I am very much so addicted to Ratchet and Clank, and that will tie into the intro of this podcast. So we're going to talk about everything that I've been doing, because it's my show, it's all about me, 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 me. So what have I been doing? Well, I'll tell you, I've been playing video games and watching movies and stuff, so I'm going to tell you about all that stuff. So let's start with, let's start with a couple, I, I, I dipped into a couple movies this week. I watched the Batman, you know, uh, the Batman, I don't know, it, not that Batman, not the not the Christopher Nolan Batmans, uh, I watched the newest one, I guess, with Robert Pattinson, it was solid, man, it was solid, uh, my wife and I watched it pretty late at night, not gonna lie, we both fell asleep, but uh, I woke up a little later on and then I finished it, it was good, it was a solid movie, um, kind of different, but also similar at the same time, because <clears throat> there's been so many... I don't know, Batman franchises, reboots, and so on, so you're, you gotta go through the development of the character, Bruce Wayne, and, and so on, so many times, so I got a little tired of that, because I've watched I, basically all the Batman movies, so, uh, otherwise, though, I thought Robert Pattinson was a good Batman, different, and, um, yeah, it was solid, I, I, I'm not huge on superhero movies, but I heard it was really good, and someone that I'm a pretty big fan of on YouTube had it as their favorite movie of the year, so I gave it a shot on their recommendation, and yeah, it was solid. It's a long movie, though. It's like three hours, so I don't know. I watched it in kind of two parts, and that worked out for me. Uh, the other movie that I partook in this week is Free... No, is that, is that what it's called? Yeah, Free Solo. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, that is the, uh, I watched this on Disney+, Plus. it is a, a documentary movie, I think it's National Geographic, but uh, don't let that scare you away, this movie was sweet, so it's about a guy who rock climbs, but he uses no safety, no cables, he just free, they call it free soloing, so he just goes climbing these ridiculous mountains with just his bare hands and and oh my god dude it is very very compelling i had a hard time just like i just had to watch it man it was uh i was very very into it especially the finale the final climb i mean wow that was some crazy shit 
really cool character. Uh, I guess you gotta be kind of an interesting character to do free soloing. So um, I really like the guy that's in the movie doing the the climbing. He was a he's a cool guy, man. He's a he's a different kind of human, but uh, I really enjoyed him in that movie. So if anyone's seen that and uh, enjoyed that, I, again another movie I've it's been on my radar for a very very long time. Just haven't sat down and watched it finally did and i enjoyed it i recommend it if you're into those kind of things you want to watch something that uh i don't know sweaty palms and like you're like oh my god dude this guy's so crazy and uh yeah it was very enjoyable so free solo was a good time it's on disney plus if you're interested so that's all the movies in terms of TV shows, I'm just watching, uh, diving back into Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. And uh, uh, just finishing up season 12 and going into 13. I, I've watched them, but I haven't watched them like a whole bunch of times. So I'm just kind of going through and re-watching them. So freaking funny. I love Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Now, in terms of video games, there's a big week for this guy and video games. So, the big one this week was this game that I'm going to talk about this week, Ratchet & Clank uh, Rift Apart. Played through this game, been playing it for a couple weeks, got the platinum, so we'll spend time talking about that. I've also, because I was having so much fun with Ratchet & Clank, I uh, started playing the OG Ratchet and Clank, the original one, and it's still fun, man. Like, even though, like, it was, it took me a second for my eyes to adjust because I literally just went from the newest Ratchet and Clank PS5 beautiful game and then i went to the og on ps2 and i was like oof, okay it's um it's playable and everything i mean yeah it's a little bit ugly at times but at times it's actually pretty okay looking so going through that trilogy i'm gonna i don't know when i'm gonna get burned out with it but right now i'm just really enjoying playing the original ratchet and clank again and i'm really trying to work my way up to uh, up your arsenal because that's the only one in the original trilogy I'd never played and I, I just never made my way up to that one and I really want to work my way through the trilogy and get there so that will be great so I've been playing through that been still playing through Neon White really enjoyed that game just a lot of fun um, definitely got put on the back burner a bit when I started playing Ratchet and Clank because that just kind of took over but Neon White still very very good game I don't know if I'm gonna ever I don't know if I'm gonna have a episode dedicated to it so i might do something that a lot of people do these days and just kind of take a lot a, a little grouping of indie games and i'll talk about them or something so neon white could be one of those games i just recently finished the wolf among us uh, on my youtube channel so i finished recording it not all the episodes are up there but i finished the wolf among us so i'm done that game looking for my next game to play on my youtube channel i'm I am in between a Resident Evil game, be that Resident Evil 8 Village or Resident Evil 1, because I've never played either of those two yet, so I'm interested to try out maybe one of those two. Uh, any other Telltale games that are out there, I own The Batmans, The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, so uh, Borderlands, so... Any of those, again, if you have any suggestions for PlayStation games, uh, just just try and keep it to PlayStation games because that's the only thing I can record. So if you have any cool suggestions for PlayStation games, hit me up. And one I am going to be doing, but I'm not at this moment, is The Quarry that my wife and I have just started playing the other night. We're uh, pretty big fans of these style of games. We like to play them together. And it's actually, it's got a, it's got like a couch co-op mode. I mean, sort of I guess if you want to call it that and it was actually kind of cool in the quarry you get to like uh pick the players 
uh, or the people in the game that you're going to control. And we basically held our own, excuse me, we held our own draft. And I was like, with pick number one, I'm going with Jacob. And then she, you know, so we had a good time doing that, drafting our people. And we got into that. And um, so far, so good. The facial animations are still really, really funny at times. Uh, Especially there's like these kind of slow down moments and this one dude's face is busting me up something fierce so eventually i'll be doing a let's play of the quarry once my wife and i get through it and maybe i i forget about it a little bit i don't know i might just start it up Uh, who knows it's my youtube channel i'll just put up what i want to play i guess but um yes i have started the quarry finally and um i'm a little bit of um a note from last week's episode where I talked about the PlayStation 5. I took a huge old dump all over the PlayStation Plus Classics catalog. And literally like two days after that dropped, uh, PlayStation released Legend of the Dragoon and Harvest Moon Back to Nature or whatever and some other games. And I just got to apologize to PlayStation. Uh, uh, sorry ever so much for uh, shitting all over your amazing, now amazing PlayStation Classics catalog. I mean, Legend of the Dragoon, damn, son, that is so awesome. I, I've i always planned on doing an episode of Legend of the Dragoon at some point. I'm just, I don't know if my memory serves me that well. I played that game a long time ago when I was a kid growing up, so, uh, but now that it's re-released on PS5, I got a very easy way to replay it, even though I do own the original, but now it's on, so that's just fantastic news, so sorry PlayStation for shitting all over you. you, you stepped up and you put some really good games on there, so that's wicked. And what else have I been playing? Oh, yes. So my big new game that I started up for for right now. So you might notice I have a lot of games on the go, but none of them are really like overbearing. I mean, Neon White, I guess, is sort of. But Ratchet and Clank, very easy. Just sit down and have fun game. The Quarry, not really hardcore. But I stepped into Metroid. Nope. Almost said Metroid Prime. Nope. Metroid Dread. There we go. So I started Metroid Dread the other day. And so far, so good. So far, so good. I am liking it, but oh man, is there ever a thing in that game that is making me not like it very much at times? And that is the, um, there's an enemy in that game. They're called the Emmy. Uh, Not the award, but they're just some fucking robot. They are very hard to kill. You can only kill them with a certain weapon that you'll get later. And otherwise, you're just supposed to run away from them. If they see you, they'll chase you. And they basically kill you instantly. You got a very small window of like uh, blocking their attack and trying to get away again. But oh my god, dude. Like every time I get into an area with one of these things, it's just like not very fun. It's uh, dreadful, if if you will. I do not like those things. They make the... The game is really good at, at the exploration part of it. The controls are really fun. The combat's fun. Boss battles are excellent. Music's good. Atmosphere's all good. The only thing that's making me upset is these stupid sections with this fucking robot in it. And I just got through... I think I just killed, like, the, it's right the third or the fourth one. It's the, it's a yellow one that that thing was fast as hell. It was ruthless. It killed me, I would say, a solid 80 times. I mean, that thing was... Oh my god, what a pain in the ass. And I killed the ever-living shit out of that thing. So that felt really good. So right now I have semi-mixed opinions about Metroid Dread. If um, I may have to do an episode on it, just be... We'll see where it's going because... Um, 
well, I'll see how my opinion, if my opinions end up changing about uh, that particular enemy, and we'll see where it goes. Because at times I'm very much so enjoying myself, myself, and then other times I'm like, why? I I don't know if I want to keep playing this honestly. So I'm dealing with that, but um, I'm playing through it. I I'm pretty sure I'm going to be committed to beating it. I, I it's it's good enough that I want to beat it, but um. Like I said, man, that that enemy is one of the most annoying enemies I've dealt with in a long time. And it really goes against what's great about Metroid, and that's that exploration. And when you're in this area with this fucking robot that just hunts you, it you cannot explore until you deal with that enemy. And, like, yeah, it's just, I don't know, I don't like them, but uh, liking the game so far. But uh, I'll, keep, I'll keep you posted and see how, uh, if it gets any better or worse with Metroid Prime. But so far, I'm digging it. All right, so that's everything, and as always, I encourage anyone listening out there that wants to let me know what you're playing or watching or doing with yourself, be free, uh, feel free, be free too, I guess, feel free to let me know of any suggestions you have, any cool game recommendations, a good indie game, really cool obscure movie that maybe you watched and maybe be under the radar, you want to let me know about it, I'm totally into that, and you can also, if you have any questions for in terms of video games, wrestling, or hockey, you can always hit me up on Twitter, YouTube, anything like that. Links are all down below there, and you can drop a question if you want me to answer it on the podcast. Just say so, or if you want me to keep it just between us, that's totally cool as well. So we'll keep private, or if you want me to talk about your question on the podcast, as long as it's appropriate, I will do that. So again, just uh, feel free. Come on in. Water's fine. So let's start this freaking show. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. And we're going to talk about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So let's just start off with uh, the little bit of a story that is this game. So um, I guess if you're not familiar, um, I mean, if you must know Ratchet and Clank by now if you're listening to this. But Clank invents this like really cool new device. It's called the Dimensionator. And he wants to help Ratchet travel around into new dimensions to try and help find Lombaxes. He's a uh, Ratchet is a Lombax and he can't he's the basically the whole time they've been trying to find other ones so making this new dimensionator so he can help him find that and then the evil Dr. Nefarious steals the device. Things get out of control and then Ratchet and Clank end up in a dimension where Nefarious wins and he's ruling the world and everything is crazy so uh really awesome uh well i you know it's it's a pretty simple story but it's got that awesome ratchet and clank uh charm and humor to it throughout so um yeah it's basically that's how the game starts and you get basically thrown right into it with one of the classic excellent ratchet and clank opening levels i mean oh my god dude the opening level in this game is so freaking awesome you get this big old parade and oh yeah it's showing off right away like oh yeah this is a next gen game right here folks that is for sure this game is absolutely gorgeous and like i said you start off in this big old parade and it is freaking absolutely stunning and then things start to go a little bit crazy and then all these dimensions start opening up all around you and like dinosaurs and stuff are coming through from old dimensions futuristic portals are opening up so it's just really just 
feast your eyes on all this amazing stuff that's going on in this Ratchet and Clank world. And, like, it's a very impressive opening. I really, um, man, I just always recall that the Ratchet and Clank games have really strong opening levels. I remember, I think the first one that I played was Future Tools of Destruction on PlayStation 3. And I recall that having a really, really awesome opening to that game. And this one is no different. But... Uh, in terms of the gameplay, when um, it's that classic Ratchet and Clank shooting and platforming, it's a third-person action platforming kind of game, uh, holding true to the Ratchet and Clank formula, but just, you know, with, what, 20 years now they've been making these games or whatever, and, oh, they're just so tight, so just, mwah. Like I said, I, I've been playing the original and the original holds up and everything. Like, characters are all really funny already. I really enjoy the characters. And uh, the only big difference is, is like, how much tighter everything is in, in Ratchet and Clank nowadays. Everything runs smoother, it's faster, it's crisper. And um, mostly the camera. Everything's just very, very smooth nowadays. But, oh man, has Ratchet and Clank ever come quite a ways from its PS2 days? And uh, one of the, the big thing uh, about the new Ratchet and Clank are these new dimensions and stuff. So basically, I mean, it's more of a visual thing. Like, yes, it has something to do with the gameplay, but honestly, it doesn't. it's not all that amazing or anything. Basically, you'll have these kind of riffs. You hit the button and it'll like pull you over to it. That's basically it every now and again you'll be in these areas where you can like fly through a portal and it'll send you somewhere else and yeah it's cool it's just it doesn't it didn't add as much to the gameplay as i thought it was going to so i was a little bit disappointed overall but in terms of visually i mean it was very impressive very very cool uh, they also added in new hover boots. As far as I can remember, these are new. Uh, they're awesome. Oh my goodness, are these things ever awesome? And oh, it's going to be really difficult now to go back and play the older Ratchet and Clank games without these boots because it just makes the game way faster. You hit the button, off you go with your boots, and then you hit the boost a few times, and then you pick, you get like really fast speed, and then off you go. So you're just flying around levels. And honestly, sometimes like when I go and backtrack to a level or something, I rip through some levels so fast, like shooting over platforms and you can fly through levels if you miss something. So these boots are excellent. If you have to go back, if you missed a golden bolt or something and a level that maybe took you 20, 25 minutes to get through, you could fly through it in like two to five minutes. So I really, really enjoyed the addition of the hover boots though. Those are fantastic. Um, you're also introduced to uh, some new major characters, so we'll talk about them right now. So you got Rivet, she is a female Lombax, you are introduced to her in a in the nefarious world where nefarious is the winner so she is there and man overall i really really liked rivet i thought she was awesome and i really liked what they did with this game overall in terms of the characters um so basically it boils down to you got your usual ratchet and clank return characters you got your quark you got nefarious ratchet and clank obviously and some others and then you have their other dimensional counterparts so for example you got nefarious and then you got the super nefarious the one that wins so he's like a way just i don't know smarter just successful version of nefarious if you will so you have a lot of that so you have the counterpart of ratchet and clank in rivet 
and what's her name? I know this. It's Kit. There you go. So, Riveting Kit really liked what they did with the characters. So, basically, Ratchet and Clank in this game, they're there, of course. You get to play as them, but they're sharing the... The role, basically, you're sharing the the main spotlight with Rivet and Kit, and I like what they did because Ratchet and Clank they kind of they don't take like a a backseat in a bad way, like they're more of a support character, and they let Rivet and Kit shine, and um, yeah, so I really enjoyed that. I'm not going to spoil anything, of course, but. I really enjoyed the the storyline between Rivet and Kit. I liked how that uh, developed, that that relationship went through uh, its ups and downs throughout the game. I really liked how that went down. But in terms of new characters, man, I thought they did a really good job. They were likable. Uh, They had personality that I liked. And, you know, I thought maybe there would be a little bit of a problem with Kit and uh, Clank being a little bit too similar. But I think... um, uh, there was t- I'm not going to spoil the main thing, but uh, Kit has a certain something about her that's quite different from Clank. And uh, yeah, no, they're de- they're definitely not. They're similar because they're robots, but they're different. They have a totally different personality and all that. So I really like the new addition of the characters. So, so far, so good with all the new stuff in Ratchet and Clank. But uh, in terms of that core gameplay, it's very similar to Ratchet and Clank games of of usual like even all the way back to the ps2 it still has that feeling it's just like i said way more crispy now uh you also uh so you're shifting between ratchet and kit and rivet and clank bolt um or so rivet likes to call clank bolts and i every time she called them bolts i i got a little chuckle out of that so i love that little nickname for him so they basically switch teams uh you got clank and rivet and ratchet and kit so you're you're getting a different vibe you're getting a different um what do you see like a different chemistry kind kind of building between all these new characters so that was really cool and then you're shifting you'll go to one planet and you're working with ratchet on this planet and then you go to a different planet and you're working with rivet so uh in terms of feel they like rivet and ratchet they don't feel different in terms of like like one doesn't jump way higher than the other one one isn't particularly faster than the other one that I could notice so there isn't like a huge gameplay difference between the two characters or anything like that which I I guess is a little bit disappointing but it is what it is you also get your classic clank puzzles they're a lot of fun this time around they're they're not my favorite puzzles my favorite puzzles and ratchet and clanks always going to be um shit what is that one uh something at crack and time crack and time had oh such good puzzles in that game but these ones are really good too so you get these like orbs and they'll do different things and the whole goal is to get uh these little ratchet ghosts or uh clank ghosts sorry to the other end so yeah it's they're pretty fun like uh, at times i got stumped and had to sit there and really think about it for a second like okay that and you have to think ahead so i really enjoyed those puzzles they were quite good but there's other, there's another set of puzzles in this game that I really didn't like, and that is the glitch puzzles. So uh, two things that I didn't like about the glitch puzzles: a, I didn't like the puzzles all that much. They were okay. So you you go basically inside of a computer, and I don't know, you're basically like an antivirus, and you go in to clean up the viruses. So you're going through and you're looking for like nests basically and you clear out the nests, you clear out the enemies and then you clean up the viruses. It's fine. I mean, it's pretty basic. Um, later on the puzzles get like 
not not harder or anything they just get really disorienting because you'll start climbing walls and stuff and then yeah so there was a there's a couple of them later on that i got really disoriented with and it took me a while just to like things were spinning around so it just really fucked with my eyes so i wasn't a fan of that and then the worst thing about the glitch puzzles is glitch she fucking sucks oh man she was such an annoying whiny baby character like all she does is like she's She's the most, like, insecure, unsure-of-herself character I've ever seen in a video game. Like, oh my god, I actually did it! Whoa! Like, oh my god. So, every single time I saw one of those glitch puzzles coming up, or anything to do with glitch, I literally just rolled my eyes, or I just went, ugh. Because here comes glitch, and no, I will, I will spoil this right here. Glitch does not develop into a very compelling character whatsoever. Basically, it's she starts out terrified and completely unsure of every single pot thing that she can do with herself. Like who, who made, who would develop a computer program or whatever the hell she is to be like this? Like why wouldn't you want to have a nice, confident, sure of themselves thing that has to go in and deal with this? Not this unconfident, scared chicken shit. Fucking no. So glitch sucks ass absolutely just was not a fan of glitch whatsoever didn't like that character so glitch what the fuck that was not cool but there are some um in terms of there's kind of like side mission stuff i guess like sort of side missions kind of similar that to all the ratchet and clank games there's like you'll get to a level there's like the main thing to do and then there's like kind of a little bit of a oh if you go over here there's this and you'll get something so there's that in this game as well they're pretty good the side quests they're not like fetch quests or anything but didn't really stand out or anything i didn't write any of them down as like overall standouts but throughout the game you'll find these like little pocket dimensions they're they're quick the little neat challenges at the end of it you'll get i I believe it's always a piece of armor you'll get which is pretty neat um they're pretty basic short things they're not really tough or anything but they're quick rewarding makes me feel good you get that little dopamine dopamine rush or whatever when you when you collect something so that was nice and that was, I, I believe this is new, at least from what I could tell. I haven't played a Ratchet and Clank in a while. It's been a while since I, the last one came out. But uh, you get armor sets that you can collect throughout this game. They give you little bonuses. Uh, some are much better than other ones. Uh, the best one that I got was they just give you 20% more bolts. But uh, other sets, now, I don't think you get the bonuses unless you have the full set. But... You get the full set, it'll give you like, oh, you get 20% less damage against these particular enemies or those particular enemies, or you do a little bit more damage to that particular enemy. So gives you a little bit more incentive to go out and collect the pieces of armor. And of course, they're fully customizable with colors, so you can switch out the color palette. It's really cool. Some of them look quite neat, and some of them are kind of cool throwbacks to older Ratchet and Clank games. I feel like some of them are the older outfits that he was wearing in some of the older games. One of them is just a straight-up Clank outfit. You just dress up as Clank, but you're like way bigger, so you got this giant Clank running around, which was pretty cool. And there's a lot of collectibles. So you got your classic golden bolts. You're going around collecting those. You're collecting these armor pieces, like I said. And those were pretty fun to go around collecting. And um, they also, like, they'll give you... 
I guess they're kind of unlockables, but you go into the options. They're kind of like cheats, basically. Uh, like, one, it's big head mode. You can make your head massive. You can make your head small. And there's other things where you can change your wrench, your melee weapon. I changed mine into a swordfish because that's just freaking awesome. So there's cool little things like that that they have in this game, which I thought were just really awesome, nice little touches. There's one you could turn it on. It's called RPG mode. And it basically turns it into, like, Borderlands, like, when you shoot, the little damage numbers come up, and I was like, oh, that's just an awesome little touch, and I didn't find that out until, like, a few hours into the game, where I was just kind of going through the collectibles, and I noticed that, I was like, oh, shit, you can do that, you can even change the bolts, the collectible currency that is all throughout the game, and and it's and it's really clever, clever too, so they have, like, common, oh, you can just change it to gold pieces or something, but one of them is you can change it into the over uh, sunset overdrive like that that energy drink that they have and oh my god i was like oh oh i love sunset overdrive such a fucking awesome game and i was like oh damn but i'm not gonna lie i could not change them off of bolts that's there's just something about ratchet and clank and collecting the bolts man i just oh it's so addicting i just love collecting them even at the point of the game where i didn't really need to collect bolts anymore i couldn't help but go around collecting each and every little bolt it's just so fucking satisfying so you get a whole bunch of these little options i thought they were really cool and i absolutely fucked around with big and little head mode because that's just freaking awesome and, of course, you get the Zircon Cup, which I thought was a really good time. I feel like that is a, a reoccurring thing, I think. I don't know. I'm playing through these games, so we'll see. But that's in there. It was a really fun challenge. Not too hard. I, I wish it was maybe a little bit harder, or maybe there was, like, a bonus, like, fourth level because you get three cups you get bronze silver and gold and obviously they'll get uh, harder and challenge but each cup has i believe it's five challenges in each one so some of them are basic like oh just survive survive the wave survive five waves defeat a boss at the end something like that but the i believe it's the gold cup they gave me some like really cool fun challenges like one was it'll randomize my weapon after every five kills and i thought that was just a lot of fun that was just a really good time i was like oh sometimes i would get totally fucked and yeah so i thought things like that were really fun and there was this like one part of the game where it i don't know if it like i'm not gonna say that it went like it turned into a horror game but it was like kind of playing around with that idea that it was being a horror game and there's this freaking monster that chases you around and like oh god there's nothing that i hate more than or just nothing that brings me like more fear than getting chased by something and i'm just oh i don't like it so oh so there's there was a moment in there and it was showing off how impressive the lighting is and like oh man like let's just stop and talk about that for a second the graphics in this game are just stupid like Uh, oh my god just stupid like i said that opening sequence was insanely pretty but that's not the like the whole game is downright gorgeous downright freaking gorgeous and i completely understand why they said like oh yeah this game it needs to be on ps5 it would not run on a ps4 and it's like oh yeah oh yeah for sure but there's a a town you go to it's called junk town oh my god dude that place was absolutely fucking stunning like oh like (sighs) when i played when i was playing ratchet this game ratchet and clank i just i was just at a few points i stopped and i was like man if if a mario game if nintendo can make a mario game that looked like this and you have the mario gameplay like oh my god dude it'd be like the greatest game of all time but 
Oh, this game is downright gorgeous. And the Junk Town, if you played this game, you probably remember Junk Town because there is a sequence that goes down there uh, where you're escaping the fixer. That was fucking stunning. That was just so freaking awesome. And um, I love the, um, what do you call it, the rail sections in Ratchet & Clank where you're grinding the rails. Those are always really fun. And as the games have progressed throughout the years and, and decades, those sections have just gotten out of control. And this one was just fucking jaw-dropping. Fucking absolutely beautiful. I love Junktown. There's so there's so much detail. Like, it's not an open world by any means. Like, there's there's some levels that have some openness to it. But it's not like an open world game. But, oh man, if they did, which I don't want them to, but man, the, the little areas that you go to, the little worlds that you're going to, uh, very full, filled with life, lots of weird creatures all filled throughout this world, lots of weird looking enemies and stuff like that, but man, Junktown just really sits in my mind. That's just like the kind of place that I love, you know, there's like, oh, there's just every piece everywhere you look there's something like rather it's something hanging on the wall there's just so much to look at in junk town so that place really freaking impressed me and then oh my god the final mission no spoilers but of course you mean the final mission is a final mission they got to go balls to the wall and oh my god did they ever oh the final mission was so freaking good like really good bookend for ration and clank like they like it's not all 10 out of 10 crazy insane moments they got like they're really what when the moments get really crazy like the beginning sequence with the parade the mid sequence with junk town and then the ending sequence like holy fuck dude like those were absolutely stunning beautiful really really fun to play and yeah it's like pretty much as close as we've gotten to a pixar animated movie coming to life in a video game it's uh it's really crazy and there's there was a whole bunch of times where uh because the game transitions so seamlessly between cutscene like it's not even cutscenes it's just like what do you even call those now cinematics and gameplay like i was sitting there like just staring and i was like oh i'm oh i'm in the game like it was it was so seamless and i still get blown away by that because i'm old school man i grew up on like ps1 and stuff and like cutscenes were an event like they put lots of extra assets into cutscenes, and then when you get to the gameplay it's like oh it's like that um that meme of the horse where the first half is is or the back half of it is gorgeous and the, and the front half is like derp but damn dude this game is fucking absolutely stunning and i guess well i'll talk about the music now because i always tend to forget about music but this game has fantastic music really really strong music i mean it's not really what I focus in on when I'm playing Ratchet and Clank. Like, for me, it just comes down to fucking awesome weapons, which we'll talk about. I have a top 10 made for weapons. We'll talk about the weapons. Um, but in the background, man, there is just this excellent soundtrack being laid down. Epic when it needs to be epic. Cheery and fun when it's cheery and fun and colorful and stuff. Like, hell yeah. The music slaps. It's got that... I don't know. I, I, it's orchestrated it's just really fucking good classic almost like movie music it's really high quality very impressive like i was going through on spotify and i was just going through the soundtrack and i was like damn like i don't i don't notice it as much when i'm playing the game but when i just sit there and focus in on the soundtrack i'm like damn this is some good stuff and the voice acting of course i mean the voice acting is excellent um I was playing the I'm playing the original Ratchet and Clank and even on that I'm like the voice acting I'm blown away on how good it is on the PS2. I was like, "Damn." Like 
really strong, except maybe Ratchet was a little bit wonky back then, but yeah, no. The the voice acting and the characters are one of the best things about Ratchet and Clank. I mean, you got these excellent characters. We'll talk about characters pretty much right now. We're going to talk about characters in just a second, but lots of really fun characters, lots of quirky voices, but there's a couple of them that I don't like. So, I already talked about Glitch that I don't like, and there's um it's, it's just a side character, so it's not too bad, but you are dealing with her and it, whatever the hell it is, but Miss Zircon and Zircon Jr. So Miss Zircon is, is fine for the most part. I don't have a problem with her voice or anything. The only problem I have with her is, so she's like the main vendor. She's selling you stuff. She's selling you weapons, selling you upgrades, selling you ammo. So you're talking with her and dealing with her and her menu system a whole bunch of times, and she's fine. The only problem is she does not stop talking. So every single time, let's say you're you're going through the upgrade weapon list and you're just going through the weapons and she'll she'll talk about every Oh, honey, you can't upgrade that one just yet. Oh, honey, you can't upgrade that one just yet. And she just never stops talking. I'm like, "Oh my god." And I know the irony of me sitting here talking non-stop for over an hour. That's really really ironic, but hey, don't don't be like that. So she was fine, it's just that, yeah, like I said, she doesn't stop talking, and then Zircon Jr., um, at times he was, he's, at times he's actually quite funny, he's, uh, basically hypes up all the weapons, so whenever you go to the menu, you can, like, preview the weapon, and he's the guy, he's like, here's the Rhino 8, it'll blow your enemies away, he's kind of like that, but sometimes, dude, he gets so annoying and he's just screaming and yelling and it's very ungood so wasn't a big fan of zircon jr mostly just because his voice was really annoying the things that were coming out of his mouth for the most part were quite entertaining but um yeah i don't know his voice wasn't uh, very great now in terms of the overall characters i mean you got your classic your ratchet and clank they're both fantastic um not like the best game like they weren't my favorite characters in this game because, I mean, the focus point was on Rivet and Kit, and I thought they were both fantastic, so that was good. Probably my favorite character in the game is Dr. Nefarious. I mean, Nefarious is the shit, man. He is such a great fucking villain. Or, I mean, well, he's a terrible villain because he always loses and fucks everything up, but, oh, he's so funny. I love all of his... Whenever he's there, I'm always smiling and laughing. He's a he's a really funny character. I like him a lot. And his counterpart, freaking Emperor Nefarious. Not as funny, but very enjoyable character as well. And I like the dynamic with uh, Dr. Nefarious and Emperor Nefarious when they're <laughs> in the scenes that they're together. It's quite freaking funny. And then uh, one guy that... My boy, freaking Captain Quark. Like... What the heck, man? Like, he was barely in this game. I was so sad. Like, he was there at the beginning, and then, like, I barely saw him ever again. And then you get to see his counterpart, Captain Quantum, who just straight up isn't... He's just not Quark, man. He's the exact opposite of Quark. And what makes Quark so awesome is because he's such, like, a, a scumbag that will do, like, anything to get all the praise but do none of the work, and now you got Quantum freaking whatever guy over here, and he's just, like, pretty darn good. He can, like, you know, uh, handle himself, which is, like, yeah, I mean, he's just a fine character, but he ain't no Quark, man. He ain't no Quark, and I was sad that there wasn't a whole lot of Quark in this game, because that's, like, my dude. So, that sucks, but eh, like I said, I'll mention it yet again. I am playing the original Ratchet and Clank, and there's a whole hell of a lot of Quark action in that game. So, a little disappointed that there wasn't a whole lot of Quark. 
could use more of that but they got some really good side characters in this game i love the freaking uh the mort people i think they're called oh my god like they're a little bit creepy but also kind of cute kind of like a gremlin you know what i'm saying like they're kind of cute but also kind of creepy at the same time and then they got that classic oh minnesotan and canadian accent there oh how you doing there feller how are you now oh that's just swell eh so they're great i mean i'm a canadian i we we don't all sound like that but i mean these these more people they were charming very cute i like them they were quite funny and then oh dude i think my favorite my favorite side character he might be main but uh pierre the french pirate robot dude oh my god i love that guy just just so much so much personality and attitude Ugh, love that guy love that guy he was really good and then like the enemy designs were pretty good so you're getting a range of kind of futuristic robotic characters and then you're getting these old kind of crocodile-y dinosaur-y looking kind of dudes now i mean the designs and everything are all good they have variety i guess in the looks of them the only problem is they all fight the same like none of them really feel like you're fighting anything all that different they all go down the same it's just some of them might take more shots than others and i guess the odd one you might have to like shoot in a special spot but not really for the most part they all go down the same they look for the most part fairly different but they don't really like character design and and feel that's not really their strongest point and that's that's going to be a knock against this game but yeah man the characters in this game really freaking charming and of course like if you never played a ratchet and clank game they're just very very charming very funny easy to play games very easy fun to play games like i find ratchet and clank games are ones that i'll be like whoa okay whoa that was three hours out of nowhere and i still want to keep playing it and even when i finished this game i wanted to keep playing more ratchet and clank but i popped the platinum on it i 100 percented this game there's really nothing left for me to do so i'm like i'm just gonna go play a different ratchet and clank game they're just so much freaking fun and this one is extremely freaking fun and uh since i just talked about it uh this game does have a very um okay i won't say very easy but an easy platinum it's got like over 15 percent success rate success rate unlike me saying success uh it's got a good success rate for the platinum trophy it's up past 15 percent so that's pretty high up there in terms of a platinum trophy and i really had no problem getting it i th- i think you might you, i think you might be able to do it on one playthrough i had to start up uh, a second playthrough just so i can clean up one trophy but um yeah man it's um it's a really fun easy platinum and it's one of those platinums where it doesn't require you to get every single collectible for example i didn't have to collect all the gold bolts i did that anyway i didn't get any like trophy for it which i found a little bit disappointing but it's like it'll be like get most of this and they'll give you the trophy so it's really lenient trophy list i thought it was really easy pretty fun it let it gave you some fun trophies that let you use weapons in fun ways and yeah i thought it was a really solid fun trophy list easy platinum in my book so there's that if you if you're looking for an easy platinum this game has one there for you all right so we talked about the weapons let's go back and take a look so Ratchet and Clank has uh, been pretty well known in uh, in in its time for having a lot of fun, unique weapons. And this game brings in its fair share of weapons. I didn't count how many weapons were in total, but I think there's like over 20 weapons in this game. And then when you beat it, they unlock like these Omega versions of it, which 
that's just a whole extra thing and there's extra weapons to buy in new game plus and stuff so there's a lot a lot a lot of weapons and for the most part they're all really fun i don't think they're i didn't think they were the most unique weapons out there you got your standard like shotgun weapons you got a rocket launcher weapon it, it wasn't up there like i'll always remember the when i saw the groovatron for the first time i think that was in the ps3 game uh tools of destruction that just blew my mind i was like oh my god like you shoot out a disco ball and all the enemies start dancing and you can just sit there and they can't stop dancing it just forces them to dance and you can sit there and kill them it's awesome so they don't have a groovatron level weapon up there but they do have one weapon that's kind of like it not as funny or unique but i thought it was pretty good it's called the Toporary Sprinkler. So it's a fucking sprinkler. And if it if it shoots an enemy with its water, it turns them into a hedge, like a bush. It's very funny. It's it's very funny. It's not making forcing them to dance <laughs> uh, till they die levels of funny. But I thought it was a really good weapon. Uh, that would be the, the big standout weapon that was really unique and new. So uh, I am going to do a top 10... Uh, Base, uh, top 10 favorite weapons i'm not gonna say best weapons uh i'm gonna go with favorite just in terms of the ones that i liked using the most and but before i do that i'm gonna talk about the ones that i didn't use all that much these weapons aren't necessarily what i would call they're not bad but they're just there's so many weapons to use there's just some of them that are gonna slip through the cracks that i just found myself not using all that much so one is called the cold snap pretty simple it's just an ice gun you shoot an ice thing at the people and it turns them into a nice block it's funny it's just it's kind of slow and yeah it's just there's just other better weapons it's kind of cool when you freeze them and you can blast them and they smash into pieces that's that's pretty wicked so again cool weapon just didn't use it all that much uh, the Bombardier, this one I got pretty late, and when I read it, I was like, oh, that just doesn't sound all that useful to me. I didn't use it a whole lot, like I said, I got it late in the game, so I was already pretty primed in with my weapons at the time, but you just throw a drone out, and it'll just drop a bunch of bombs in a, in a, in a line or whatever, so yeah, not the most creative or effective weapon I've ever seen, so yeah, that one wasn't so good. Buzz blades, that's a returning weapon from what I can remember. It's a solid weapon, but because I felt like it was a return weapon, I found myself not using it all that much. And it's fine, it shoots blades out. If you're in a tight room with some weak enemies, you can shoot the blades. They'll start bouncing off the walls and stuff and hitting the enemies. So it could be good for that, but I didn't find myself using them much at all. And then this one is... Uh, one of the later, I believe this is when you have to start out the new game, you get access to uh, uh, three new weapons, and this was the one that I didn't like all that much. It's called the Bouncer. It's just a bomb. You throw the bomb, and it explodes into a bunch of smaller bombs. Uh, I could definitely find, um, I could see that it would have its use in certain areas, but uh, at the beginning, when I was just kind of starting the new game plus kind of deal, I didn't find it all that useful. I was trying it out, and I was like, eh, I'll just use other stuff. There's other more fun useful weapons so yeah that one didn't really stand out all that much and there's one called uh ricochet that weapon i i had a love hate relationship with it at first i liked it you get it fairly early in the game and it's it's kind of like a, a rhythm weapon so you shoot it and you have to kind of like follow the rhythm for it to hit the person a, a bunch of times so like it's fine against certain enemies there's um 
There's a certain enemy that has a shield. It's very effective against that enemy. Otherwise, it was just a weapon that was slow, and you can only hit one enemy at a time until you upgrade it more. So, yeah, it was cool at first, but that one quickly dropped off. I didn't use that one very much. Okay, so let's get to the good shit. Let's get to my top 10 favorite weapons in Ration and Clank Rift Apart. At number 10, we got... The Apocalypse Gloves. When I saw these, I was like, oh, hell yeah, I remember these. These were, I think these are one of, like, the OG weapons, man. These bad boys have been around for a long time. You throw them out, you get these little robots that come out, they'll fight with you. I like upgrade, I love these weapons in Ratchet & Clank, I upgrade them. And before, whenever I get into a fight, I'll throw a whole bunch of them down, and then out we go. And in this game, you get, like... I don't know three or four of these kind of things so you can just set them out and they'll come out and fight with you so i powered all those up and i was just oh so so much freaking fun so number 10 is the apocalypse gloves number nine you got the headhunter this is your standard sniper rifle weapon quite fun quite satisfying you get to zoom in with it blast some faces off quite fun good little trophy with this one just telling you to shoot 10 heads really good goes into slow motion when you hit the trigger so quite satisfying weapon just didn't have a whole lot of ammo to it now number eight you got the new one you got the toxiary sprinkler so i talked about this one already unique weapon i didn't use it all that much at the beginning and then i found out it's actually quite useful because whenever it turns an enemy into a tree or a bush or whatever the fuck it makes them more susceptible to damage so it's a really useful kind of um uh support weapon to put down while you're in a big firefight so i really enjoyed that one quite a fun new weapon Number seven, you got the Negatron Collider. This thing is uh, one of the more powerful weapons you get earlier on in the game. It's just a big old fucking laser beam generating thing. It'll shoot through enemies so it can wipe out some enemies in pretty nice fashion. Pretty satisfying weapon to use. Number six, you got the Rhino 8. So this one would probably be higher up on the list if I got to use it more, but only use it for maybe... A half hour, I got it way later than I probably should have, but when I did get it, this weapon is fucking sweet. It is nothing like any of the other prior, prior Rhinos in the other Ration Clank games. This thing, you shoot it, it rips open a time rift, and fucking random shit will fall. And when I say random, I mean random. I saw the Sly Cooper van fall out of a rift once. Like, I was like, what the fuck? A Thunderjaw from Horizon fell out of a rift once and just smushed a dude? I was like, holy shit. So... Yeah, sometimes you get some really fucking crazy things coming out of those rifts. Sometimes you just get, like, a boulder or something. But, yeah, the Rhino was quite... I was not expecting it to do that. Usually it just shoots out some really powerful rockets or something. But, no, this one shoots dimensional portals and drops shit on you. So, really fucking cool weapon right there. Just didn't get to use it all that much. And it didn't have a whole lot of ammo. One, two, three, four, five more. Okay, number five. We're at Miss fungal so these are one of my favorite style enemies you just you throw it out there and it floats in the air and it shoots enemies for you and oh yeah and when you upgrade it it'll shoot out two so if you i think you can max it out like six of them so you can have like 12 of these fucking mushrooms flying around shooting with you so i i really like these ones it's simple but very effective Number four is going to be the Pixelizer. Too bad I got you get this gun late game or in New Game Plus, but just a really fun, unique weapon. It's uh, basically fires like a shotgun. 
but when you hit enemies with it and it doesn't kill them, it turns them like all 8-bit and stuff, and they sound all funny and they look funny, so yeah, just a really fun weapon, and then when you like shoot them, they explode into a bunch of pixels and stuff, so it's just a really fun, unique weapon, so I really like that one. Now we're in the top three. Number three goes to the Black Hole Vortex, so this is the minigun. Who doesn't like shooting a freaking minigun? I mean, oh my god, you go full Rambo mode, you're just just going absolutely ham on it. The only thing that sucks about this weapon is that it overheats, so you can't just full-on go full-out Rambo mode and just hold down the trigger and fire off 350 rounds, but... You could do like a hundred rounds and then you gotta you gotta ease back for just a second, you go back down. So that was a really fun, enjoyable weapon to use. I really found myself using that a lot once I got my hands on it because it was just so much fun. Number two, the executors. Just your straight up shotgun. I mean, I fucking love a shotgun. I think this is like the second weapon you get. It might even be one of your default weapons. I, I'm not sure. But very, very effective weapon. This was this one was always like hot barred or whatever to my weapon wheel thing or whatever it was always there always got me out of a bind whenever i ran out of ammo or if enemies would get too close to me or i'm getting surrounded pull out the executor blah, 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 and you just go like basically full auto you upgrade that bitch it gets ridiculous range and power and just area of effect you just clean out bitches like no problem reminds me of the old striker back in modern warfare three days so really got a lot of fun and use out of the executor Executor? Exitor? I don't know. Executor, the Shatgun. And number one goes to the Peacemaker. Oh, fuck yeah, man. I just, I love this weapon. Just your straight up rocket launcher, man. Just fucking powerful. Pretty much one shot kills damn near anything. And it's got a good amount of ammo to it. And it's just so damn effective, so damn fun. And I love that damn thing. So that is my top 10 weapons or my favorite weapons in Ratchet and Clank. I will give an honorable mention to it's like, it's kind of like it's a, a not as good rocket launcher, but it does some cool shit. It's, a, it's got a lock-on feature, and it shoots out, like, these robotic dogs that'll burrow into the ground, and then they pop out and hit the dude. It's it's cool. It's a cooler weapon than the Peacemaker, but it's nowhere near as effective as the Peacemaker. I just... I Peacemaker was always the first weapon I would go to, and then I would run out of ammo with it, and I would move on to the next weapon. But Peacemaker, if that thing has even one rocket, I am going to use that rocket, because it's going to do a lot of damage, and it is a really freaking awesome weapon. So yes, so there you go. So that is uh, pretty much all the main talking points that I wanted to talk about about Ratchet and Clank. So let's sum up this bitch. We'll go through the overall cons and pros of the game and I'll give it a score and then I'll send you on your way. So the overall things that I didn't like that much about this game were some of the characters, like I said, were really annoying. Like Glitch was just horrendous. I hated that character. The Zircons were okay. They just talked way too much like I do. The glitch puzzles were pretty disorienting, especially the later ones. I did not like them. They're just not my favorite puzzles. Thankfully, thankfully, though, in New Game Plus, you can just skip all that shit. Like, you don't have to do any puzzles. So, like, oh, when I did New Game Plus, in about an hour of playing it, like, I was just fucking around, having fun. I got, like, almost halfway through the game. Like, it, you could fly through the game. You skip through the puzzles, skip through the cutscenes. Oh, you're flying. So I didn't like the glitch puzzles all that all that much. I wanted more quark. It's not it's not like it's not going to take a point away from the overall score, but it's a negative in my books. I love quark. I wanted more quark. 
and I felt that the dimensional teleporting didn't add all that much to the gameplay. It was there, it was present, yes, but was it all that memorable in terms of gameplay? No. Visually, yes, it was very, it added a lot visually to the game and the atmosphere and everything. That was great, but in terms of gameplay, didn't really bring a whole lot uh, new to the table in terms of that you know, that OG Ratchet and Clank formula, you're just kind of shooting, dodging, blowing everything up, collecting bolts, that's all still there, untouched, but yeah, the new mechanics didn't bring anything all that game-changing for me personally, they were fine, but yeah, didn't stand out above anything else crazy, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay, so enough of the cons, let's talk about the pros. So, gorgeous graphics, I mean, the graphics are out of control, this is by far the best looking Ratchet and Clank game I've ever played, as it should be. It's on the newest console, but yes, I, again, was feasting my eyes. It's not the best looking PlayStation 5 game I've played, but it's up there, man. It's a very good looking game. It stood its ground. It uh, performed very good. I didn't have any crashes, no frame rate issues, ran smooth as silk. Just a very well performing game. I liked the story. I thought the story was good. I love that Ratchet and Clank humor all throughout the game. Got a lot of good chuckles out of me. So it still holds that Ratchet and Clank charm, which I love. The The new additions of Rivet and Kit were really good. I liked them. I really liked their character development throughout the game. I was... I was into it. I quite liked the the characters of of the of Rivet and Kit. Really good. And I loved the fact that Rivet was calling <laughs> Clank bolts the whole time. I thought that was so funny. Uh, the fun, addicting gameplay formula, it still hits for me. Uh, maybe some people are getting tired of it, but man, I, I just never get tired of that Ratchet and Clank formula. Collecting the bolts, shooting the weapons, upgrading the weapons, laughing. It's just really fucking fun and addicting. I enjoyed it quite a lot. And uh, the speed boot boot edition is excellent. It's going like it's that that is probably like the game changing mechanic. Like now it's going to be hard for me to go back and play older Ratchet and Clank games because now they feel really slow in comparison to this game, which felt very fast and fluid and smooth and silky. Excellent addition to the game. Great voice acting, really solid music all throughout. And, of course, the weapons. Uh, what's a Ratchet and Clank game without the really quality weapons? You got another really good arsenal of weapons in this game. Lots of variety. Some of them are funny. You got good support weapons. You got good strong, fun weapons. Yes. You do have your a couple that weren't all that outstanding. But with that this many weapons in the game, I mean, you're going to have some that just don't hit as hard as the other ones. So, there you go. And, of course, I really liked the Clank puzzles. Ratchet and Clank usually have really good puzzles for me. I, I generally really enjoy them, and uh, these ones were good. I'm not going to say they're great or the best Ratchet and Clank puzzles I've ever done, but I enjoyed them. They're, they're quite solid. And that is it, everybody. So out of 10, what am I going to give Ratchet and Clank? Uh, Rift Apart? It's going to get an 8 out of 10. This is a great game. I would say it is a a must for any Ratchet and Clank fans. If you like Ratchet and Clank, you're gonna fucking love this game. And I would highly recommend it to anyone that owns the PS5. You will get a lot of enjoyment out of this game. It's not the longest. Like I said, I got the platinum, 100% of this game, and probably just over 20 hours. So if I were you, the only thing I would I would recommend. I wouldn't I don't think this game is a full price game like I wouldn't drop $100 on this game and I didn't. I bought this game for half price on a Black Friday sale or something and that's what I feel like this game is is worth. It doesn't have any 
extra multiplayer or anything like that. It's a single player experience and you get what you get. It's uh, not a massive package. And in terms of replayability, I personally probably won't ever be coming back to it. I've already completed everything. Maybe way in the, like I have no intentions of going back to it right at this moment. So in terms of replayability, I don't think it has a whole lot of that. I feel like this is kind of a play it once. If you didn't collect everything, then I guess you can go through it again and collect the stuff that you missed, but it's really easy to collect everything through your first go, so I don't really feel that need. You could play it on a harder difficulty, but that's up to you. Not kind of not my game, so this is a one and done kind of game for me, but I had a blast playing it. I highly recommend it for anyone that owns a PlayStation 5, Ratchet and Clank fans. You probably have already played it by now. If you haven't, what are you waiting for? It's it's getting cheaper in price now. It's at a price range that I think is more affordable. In and around $50, I feel is a fair price to pay for this kind of game that doesn't have like multiplayer or a whole bunch of replayability. But like I said, it's a fucking great game. One of my favorite Ratchet and Clank games that I've played. Don't think it's my favorite one, but definitely a welcome addition to the franchise. And goddamn, man, I cannot wait for some more Ratchet and Clank. I want more Ratchet and Clank. Hopefully, we can. We're gonna do more with uh, Rivet and Kit. Maybe that's gonna be the new main characters from here on out. If that's the case, I'm into it because they were both awesome characters. But. I don't, I don't want Ratchet and Clank to go away. You know what I'm saying? They're both awesome too. But yeah, man, this is one of my favorite franchises for me. It's one of my just... It's been one of the most consistent. Like, I've never been let down by a Ratchet and Clank game. Generally always pleasantly surprised and, and just have such a good time playing these games. And I feel like pretty much anyone who plays video games is going to have a really good time with Ratchet and Clank. They're very easily digestible. They're not hard. Like, my wife plays these games. They're 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 simple they're just a lot of fun simple and a really really good time and nowadays they look so freaking good you're basically watching a pixar movie and you're you're interacting with it at the same time so yeah man if you haven't played a ratchet and clank game before definitely check this one out if not go check out um the ps4 one ratchet and clank if you have a playstation 5 it's still free i think for you to download it's basically a remake of the first game so no better place to start than right there and i love all the ratchet and clank games at least the ones made by insomniac i haven't played any of the not insomniac ones like i i might i might actually play some of them we'll see but that is going to be it for me this week everybody i hope you enjoyed the episode and if you have any suggestions um of episodes to do in the future maybe a video game topic you would like me to tackle be my guest hit me up with an email or shoot me a message on twitter or youtube i'm all ears and always welcome to any criticism or sorry constructive criticism there you go caught myself again on uh to make the show better or more enjoyable for you as my listener so if you have any suggestions or if you have any questions anything video game hockey wrestling related you would like me to answer it on the show be my guest send me a message and if you want me to answer it on the show i will do so as long as it's appropriate and everything not telling me about the color of the inside of your butthole or something i'm not gonna read about i'm not gonna i'm not telling up jesus sickening anyway before i get too crazy i'm going to thank you guys so much for listening sorry that it is monday but uh, as always i try to release these on mondays to uh try to help get your week started off in somewhat of a better way so hopefully that this hour uh went by a little bit better than it would have without this podcast if that makes sense so there you go everybody ration and clank highly recommend that game i'm gonna probably go and play some og ratchet and clank because i just got the ration and clank bug right now it's it's gone crazy and as always you 
you can go back and check out any of the prior GX Gamer Casts. A uh, whole bunch of them, man. Like, um, just whole bunch of games old games new games systems topic reviews whatever man i just love video games i could talk about them all day long every day all day or day so if anyone wants to hire me pay me a hundred thousand dollar plus salary to talk about and play video games i'm your man i'm totally willing and able to do that for you so give me some money that would be great all right everybody again thank you so much for listening to my ramblings have a good week we'll be back again on wednesday with the with the hockey cast back on the weekend with the wrestling cast and every monday we do the gamer cast and if you want more of my content you can always go check out my youtube channel gamer gx videos look it up on youtube or you can follow the link down below playing through the wolf among us right now but i'm looking for a new game to play so if you have uh new games or a a game suggestion that's on playstation uh feel free let me know and if it's uh, a one that you think would be really good and fun to play about the scary game one with a good story don't pick anything that's like over 25 30 hours long because it's just not gonna happen i just i just did that with the uh, disco elysium and it was a hundred and over a hundred parts and i'm not doing a let's play that long ever again so okay i'm gonna get out of here enjoy your day everybody i'll see you or i'll you will hear from me for god's sakes you will hear from me at some point oh my goodness go play ratchet and Clanks, unbelievable.